All right, welcome in everyone. Just another sports podcast. Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire here with you. Sort of sad to say that we have to say goodbye during this episode. We this sad? That's sad. We're, we need we need we need some we need some sad music, some some horns some, or something, uh, some, some violin music. I think I have the exact right thing for you. We'll have to open Medusa's box <laughs> one last time uh, during this episode. But, but uh, oh, I have a good question for that, too. Okay. But our, our friend here, uh, Colin McGuire, his uh, job is changing here at the Frederick News Post. And uh, he will no longer be on Just Another Sports right. Podcast. Have you guys found a replacement? No. Yeah, there's this glass of water here that's uh, <laughs> sitting here. Well, we are accepting uh, resumes and applications as we speak. Yeah, I was told that Jason Lockenfora is looking for work now that the Super Bowl's over. Really? I've already been contacted by Dan Patrick. I think he's yeah. interested in who, the who's, position. Who's our movie? Who's our movie guy that was... Uh, that never showed up. Um, oh, Jason Fraley. Jason Fraley. Uh, right, yeah, he he, he, he he might be interested. It's Oscar season. It's time for Jason to be on. He too, might so. he might be interested too. So so how do we feel about this role change, dude? I mean, we're we're gonna we're gonna miss you here on the on the podcast. Oh, and I will miss you as well. I I uh, don't have too much to say about it, at least on air. All right. Well, 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 then. Well, I think at the store, maybe we should just stop right now and get. get Let's get, just go to Texas get, Roadhouse get, right now. Get, get, get the off the air version. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I will, I will, as, as I've said, and I will probably say again before the end of this episode, this has been without question the, my favorite thing I've ever done here. I love this. I love it. Even when Greg Woo! and I. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not BSing us when you say that? I am, I am. That is 100% honest. That is 100% honest. I don't believe you, but that's yeah. nice of you. Yeah, thanks. What, what's better, <laughs> copying and pasting a home and garden story? Drawing boxes on pages Drawing like boxes, I do yeah, 99% yeah. of the time with my work here. <laughs> So, so when can we expect your first uh, column to appear in the paper? Know, definitely sometime this year. <laughs> sometime this year? And what will it be about, Colin? I can't wait to see how many people you offend with your first column. How many letters do the editor want? Yeah. Your very first one will spur. Okay, you guys want to give an over-under on the Over-under. Yeah, let's until, do that. Over-under. Um, okay, no, we can't just do it with one column. Within the no, first, I mean, until they, they have to take me off the front page. Oh, I was going to say, within the first two months of your tenure as you're in your new position, the over-under should be set at probably 10 scathing emails. <laughs> Uh, scathing that, letters to the editor that, that that seems low to me in fact for your first column that seems low okay you, you should you, you should rerun it, the column you wrote explaining please don't take what i say too seriously you know when you know when everyone got offended uh, your which the, time yeah i know which the, <laughs> i, I wrote still that a offend someone right some restaurant got bent out of shape about one of your uh oh uh, your food reviews weeks, or yeah. Yeah, right the drinks of the week some comment and you yeah. had to say guys it's just my opinion you don't have it's not like yeah. gospel and you don't have to read it or take it that seriously so <laughs> that that should be your first column just, re, just re, republish Republish that column. I think I'm just going to publish some emails I sent to some people I work with. Ooh. That's what I'm going to do. Well, all right. So where, 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 <laughs> that's uh, it. We're, well, I guess that's the end of the episode. Yeah, you, you're off. See you, Colin. We have Good, to talk goodbye. about the yeah. Super Bowl, don't we? Yeah, we do. We, we should because it's getting getting to be old news at this point that's if we don't talk true. about it now. Very true. Yeah, so uh, 13 to 3. I, I don't think that's what anyone sort of expected. Definitely not out of the Rams. So you guys thought it was the worst Super Bowl ever? I have some, I'm going to talk about this later with our boat segment. So, oh, okay. So I uh, know the answer is no. I don't think this was the worst Super Bowl ever. I don't the either. worst Super Bowl ever that I ever saw was probably one of those blowouts from when I was a kid that used to occur yearly when the game sucked every year. It was never competitive. That's, yeah. Those games were not fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were great in some respects that you got to see Joe Montana and Jerry Rice winning these Super Bowls. But for a lot of the years when I was growing up, they weren't good games. This was in the balance. Mm -hmm. So sorry, right. you know, sorry if you yeah. didn't like that. But. The, 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 right, exactly. The game itself wasn't a great game, but there was doubt about the outcome until the final five or six, five or six minutes of the game. So, yeah. so it, it was compelling in the fact that it was a still a competitive game. Neither team played played that well. I mean, the Patriots, for all their defensive plaudits they've gotten this week, I mean they're not a, they're not a great defense. The Rams were horrible offensively. Todd, Todd Gurley was he seemed to be nursing some sort of injury, and Jared Goff just wasn't capable of of of, of reading defenses and. and and beating blitzes and stuff like was that. Was Todd Gurley hurt? My Here's my take on that. Now, I really don't think he was 100%. I agree with you in one respect there. My other take is that, just like we always say, teams crap their pants when they play the <laughs> Patriots in these big games. And I think Sean McVay 
crapped his pants and didn't know what to do and forgot that he had Todd Gurley to use to fall back on. Right. That good point. That certainly seems like what happened. Like how if he's if and they said he's a hundred percent and he practiced all week leading up to it. Why wasn't he deployed the way that he had been deployed all season when he was healthy? Right. And we when we saw, I mean, I think Josh Josh is on record at least on this podcast saying that he doesn't think Jared Goff is all that. He's not. Uh, I, I don't He's think he is. Well. And, uh, and and you saw that towards the end of the season when the Rams started losing games, that when you took away the running game, when you took away Todd Gurley and made Jared Goff beat you, he couldn't do it. He does some things really well, but he's he's ac- he's very he's, he's very he's accurate. An quarterback. Right. But and so Bill Belichick basically came in and said, We're putting Danny Shelton, who's barely a huge defensive tackle who hasn't played all season long. Bill Belichick basically said, Jared Goff beat us, and guess what? He couldn't do it. So, and that was the game. I mean, I think the Rams are the second team not to score a Super Bowl or not to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So, do we think with Sean McVay, when Jared Goff is gone, he, like, the question you want to ask immediately is what if Sean McVay had the caliber of a quarterback like Tom Brady? And would he be able to win? Would it be different? Tom Brady's system quarterback? Well, (laughs) it's like, it's one of those things where I wonder if it's the combination of Goff and McVay. And this is the most they can get out of that combination. If you give McVay another quarterback who might not be coachable, you know, who comes in as a hot dude, maybe he's not as successful. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he was in Washington, remember? And he was in Washington when Kirk Cousins had his best season. Yeah, that's true. And Cousins will openly praise him and mm-hmm. give him credit for, um, you know, the improvements he made. Making million. him all that money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting to to see. I don't think they're going to get rid of Goff. No, I think no. they're going to be his their their guy for yes. years to come. And, and yes, the Patriots played well defensively. They're not that great a defense. The Chiefs just scored thirty one points in the second half against mm-hmm. that exact defense two weeks earlier. Does this say that Patrick Mahomes is better than Jared Goff? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, he's he's way better. Like Patrick Mahomes, he's, he tra- he's a more transcendent yeah. transcendent player. He's he, he's like the Steph Curry of the. We've talked about it before. He's like the Steph Curry of the NFL, just in terms of his innovation, doing things you haven't seen before. Just his uniqueness with his arm strength and his maneuverability like he's the nfl's steph curry so and and, and won the mvp and, and deservingly so i mean in his first full season as a starter he threw 50 touchdown passes yeah so so yes jared goff is he's a good he's slightly accurate, above average he's a good quarterback he's like mitchell trubisky he, he, he makes some nice throws he's he's a competent quarterback he, kirk cousins competent quarterback but but he's not he 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 alone can't take you to the next level, uh, in, in my opinion. So this is the second. Well, it's not the second time. I think. Well, I think earlier this season they played the Bears, and I think Belichick may have borrowed from what the Bears did against Goff. When I I, I want to say the the Rams only scored like six yeah. points in that game or yeah. something, and that mm-hmm. was using a zone. Yeah. And uh, well, they played man to man all year, and then they came exactly, out there. Exactly. That's and, the whole story. Yeah. And I think that's what the Bears had done. Um, and it just it just threw golf for a loop. And then they started sending blitzers from all of these different angles. It was a masterful mm-hmm. game plan by Belichick once again, having mm-hmm. two weeks to prepare for that and to see and seeing what other other teams did to slow them down and using his personnel, his all these interchangeable parts that they always seem to have on that team um, to, to their advantage and and really flummoxing golf. And yet, uh, Brandon Cooks had basically two yeah. hand, balls in his hands in the end zone there. And, and I saw you laugh there. <laughs> we, 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 know where, we know where Colin's mind went. Probably everyone else's. The Bad foot, foot, choice foot, of words. Yes. Sorry, everyone. Footballs in his hands. Uh, this reminds zone. this reminds yeah. me of when the um, Deflate Gate was out and was was going on, and they had all these press conferences, and everybody was making all these comments about balls. <laughs> it was just ball, cracking me up. Balls, balls deflating. <laughs> yes, he had two footballs in his hands in, 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 in the, the National end zone. Football League right. Super Bowl in, in the end zone of the National Football League Super Bowl. And <laughs> you, you don't even know where forget, you're going. No, now, I do, you? but I can't. I, I, it's pointless. Forget it. Well, yeah. So, I'm, I'm so moving, you're right. I'm moving on. Thanks, right. Colin. Where, so my thank question. God, thank God, Colin's leaving the podcast. <laughs> my question, to you guys, I think right after the game was, what's the play of the game? What you when thinking of this game in it's the, the future? Gronk. It's the Gronk catch. It's the Gronk catch. I was thinking, and Greg mentioned these drops. I might remember the Cooks drops, not the drop. The drop. The one was and, the one and the one that was broken up. Yeah. Broken up. Yeah. Great. Broken, great defense. broken up, Colin. Right. Broken up. So the two <laughs> non-touchdowns by Cooks that could have been um, yeah. incredibly meaningful to the Do we think that the Rams turnout. will someday win a Super Bowl? 
with yes, this. Yeah, I do. Um, after Tom Brady retires, <laughs> so yeah. you think they'll be back? You'll, they'll be back. <laughs> Not next necessarily next year, but they will. That that core group, I think, will be intact. Did you see uh, what the gonna, line open? No, I didn't look at that. Six to one, Kansas City Chiefs are the favorites. Yeah, that makes the sense. Super Bowl. Well, here's a good topic that Josh raised during the game: Is Julian Edelman no, Super no, Bowl? No, that was oh, going to oh, be my, oh, that was oh, going to oh, be my Medusa's oh, box. Okay, <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. No, it's so, fine. Sorry. Uh, should, should we go to? We could go there. Go to Medusa. Okay. Well, the NF the Super Bowl really brought about this discussion and I wanted to open up Medusa's box because Colin, I think it's Colin? I think is it really yeah, thank you. I think it's a really fun debate. Is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer? No. Will he be a Hall of Famer if he plays, you know, he could play another 5 years and produce at the pace that he's continued to produce at. Does he get in? We don't when we look back at this season for the New England Patriots, especially in the regular season, they had a tough regular season. Uh, Julian Edelman was not necessarily a standout player. He was also suspended. He for was the suspended first four for the games. first four games. That's going to hurt yeah. him. For, for, for drug, for yeah. drug voters, uh, voters will absolutely hold that. But over I don't his think head. that's as big of a deal in the NFL as it is in baseball. It's, it's not. Or something, it's not. So. How do we know? Well, that's, that's a fair where, point. Where's, yeah. Where is there a case where that's occurred in the NFL? That's true. Aside from um, aside from Lawrence Taylor being a complete cokehead and everybody knowing it, <laughs> but that wasn't performance enhancing. No, it wasn't. So yeah, I I don't I don't think he is. You guys do. Um, I think that I think it's a great debate, and I love to watch him play. And I think there's a couple of things that I believe that will make him a strong candidate. One is that for this era, um, he is a, he is the best one of the best slot receivers in the game, and slot receivers today are incredibly important, and will only continue to be become more and more important with the way the game is going. There's not a bunch of he's not an interchangeable slot. You can't just throw any old guy in the Patriots system. And Greg may believe that you could just throw anybody in there, and they'll produce at the level that Edelman does. I don't think that's true. I think he is he separates himself in his quickness and his and his skills at that position, which is becoming more and more important. Second of all, the guy has played – he has – you guys know that he has – he is only second to Jerry Rice in, in playoff catches and yardage, which is ridiculous. Jerry Rice widely considered the greatest football player of all time, regardless of position. And Julian Edelman is right behind him in terms of playoff statistics. Lynn Swan – made the Hall of Fame. Have you seen Lynn Swan's numbers? Now, he played in a different era where they just sent receivers down the field. He didn't have that many catches in his career. He didn't have that much yardage in his career. But he had huge performances where? In the Super Bowl. Just like yeah. Julian Edelman has mm-hmm. continued to come up huge in Super Bowls. I think – and they're going to – it's not like they're going away. They, <laughs> oh. Julian Edelman could win two more Super Bowls. He could be a wide receiver on a pa- on Patriots teams that win five. Su- you know, he could have f- how many rings does he have now? Three, I think three. And he didn't play last year. He didn't play in the Super Bowl last year, but he's played in. Even and more and than he's got that. one of the most memorable catches in Super Bowl history yeah. with, with the fingertip grab he made against um, uh, two years ago against the Falcons. Right. So the argument I think a lot of people make is, oh, he's a syst- He's a part of their system. Well, my argument is, if you put him on. Look, I think he can be a Hall of Famer. I, I, I see your points, and, and and if his career ended today, I would I would lean no. But yeah, like you point out, his yeah. career is not over yet, right. so he could add more to it, and that could certainly put him into the Hall of Fame. The point I raise is if he played for the Tampa Bay Bucks or the Miami Dolphins, like Wes Welker did, or another the Cleveland Browns, the Jets. I mean, name your the Vikings, name your team. Like, would he be as productive? But he doesn't. He no true <laughs> correct. He plays for a team that knows how to use him. Wes Welker. Came to the Patriots and they knew how to use him, so right. they started. You know, so his t- career took off. It, right. That's that goes hand in hand with the player's success. Yeah, obviously, it, the, the it, it does system that he's in. But 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 like some of those guys, like he, like a slam, like Randy Moss would have been a Hall of Famer anywhere. Well, Jerry he's Rice, also a freak. Jerry, I don't think Jerry Rice needed Steve Young or Joe Montana to be uh, to be a Hall of Famer. We'll never know that either. Well, who was thrown to him in Oakland? Who? Uh, Rich Cannon. Rich yeah, he Cannon. had a, he had a couple of great seasons in Oakland. He had a couple of thousand yard seasons, and they went to the Super Bowl. Right. So if I I, I just struggle to see Edelman outside of that system being a yeah. super productive receiver. Yeah, I understand. If if, if Brady wasn't his quarterback, I mean Welker wasn't as effective in Denver, but he still had, he still had a good season because Peyton Manning was his quarterback. Well, he was so. also older and had tons of concussions too. Right. So he can he, he started to True. slip because of that. So I don't think I think Edelman is easily better than Wes Welker. Yeah. Easily, it's not I, even a competition. Right. 
So I, I would say it's uh, you can't answer the question right now is how I, I mean, gotcha. it's sort of a cop out answer. But but I, I don't think his career's not over. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's in yet, but but, I, he's, yeah. but but he certainly can be because he's on he's on track to be that. I think a lot of this argument is most people are just throwing out this debate immediately because of Patriots. Well, Patriot, you heard Patriots it. Bias. You heard it like immediately after the game. Julian Edelman, Hall of Fame. That guy's a Hall of Fame receiver or whatever. And he, he might be. I mean, but. <laughs> I mean, they're just jumping on the latest trend yeah, or, I mean, or, or, or the you're latest right. thought or you're whatever. Right. And his career numbers to this point really don't suggest that. But that's why I point to – because I'm not talking about his regular season numbers. His playoff numbers are incredible. And, you know, there are guys that ha- are in the Hall of Fame, some guys that are in the Hall of Fame based on performances – in the playoffs, largely uh, on pure talent alone, I don't think like because I don't I don't I can't see him going I can't see him shining like we pick on the Bucks, but I can't see him doing the same thing for the Bucks or, or another franchise. So right. I think he's in the perfect system with a perfect coach that knows how to utilize him with the with the perfect quarterback. It is it, it counts. You can't take it away from him, but um, I I just don't think you can answer the question. Yeah. Yet, so all right. Uh, so beyond the Super Bowl, what do we think of the commercials? What do we think of the halftime show? Um, I, I know Josh wants to maybe uh, uh, bring up the halftime show later in, later in the podcast. <laughs> no, it's not that. I, I, no, uh, Colin, I'm sure you have thoughts on Maroon Five. You know, I've been uh, I the last I'd say eight days or so. I have not been on social media. Uh, Twitter or anything like that. Really, Twitter is the only thing that I've done. So I don't know what the opinions are. Well, we don't care about their what, opinions. What's your opinion? Right. <laughs> I could give two craps about what everybody else. So, I, I didn't even. I wasn't on Twitter the whole game. I don't. I just don't care. Right, we're asking you for your opinion, yeah, not, not the Twitter. No, I know. Somebody asked me this earlier this week, and I started saying exactly what I just said, and they said the exact same thing you guys just said. You don't care about their opinions. But what I do think uh, sways people often is that mob mentality is if somebody says, oh, this was awful, then everybody says it was awful. So I don't I didn't necessarily view Maroon 5 as anything other than sympathetic figures. There was no way. what they are. Yeah. Like they 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 went out there. They did their best. Uh, Good for them. You know, raise your hand if you got to play the Super Bowl halftime show. I can't do that. I don't see you guys raising your hands. Uh, they did what they could. It was a weird choice to begin with because they don't have a lot of recognizable, recognizable transcendent hits. They, they have a handful. They have songs. a handful. Yeah. But, like, you know, to come out and open with Harder to Breathe, I thought was a nice little touch that I think was kind of the high point of it. To bring Big Boy out to just essentially sing the chorus of I Like the Way You Move. Uh, maybe one verse they did, and then of course Travis Scott, which was just awkward. I, uh, I don't <laughs> know who these people are. Yeah, I, I thought mean, I thought when we watched the Super Bowl that whoever performs at halftime are, should be some people that I would I know yeah. that I'm aware of. Well, everybody refused. Like they, I'm sure yeah. you guys read. Like a lot of artists refused to come in because of the Colin Kaepernick stuff, and they wanted to take a stand. Right. Uh, so I felt that they were in a really tough position. I think they knew they were in a tough position. At the same time. I don't know why you got to take off your shirt. He was I trying to save the. Sh- he was trying to save the show, <laughs> the performance. I swear that's what happened. Like he started to shed more and more clothing because he realized it, was, it had gone south, and the only thing he could do was to show off his his tats and his <laughs> yeah, torso. Yeah, I, I so the women Adam, would go gaga. I didn't realize that Adam Levine was that tatted up. I mean, I, I knew yeah. he had tattoos, but like I, 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 didn't re- I didn't realize to, to that extent. Well, I kind of so. felt like that was premeditated. Like you could tell he was. He was jacked too. Yeah. Like you, he, you he did a party pump. Yeah, he was backstage. <laughs> he did a party pump. Now, speaking of that, this is what cracked me up after the game. All these double standard people who said, "Hey, when Janet Jackson took off, oh, uh, that was a big deal. When Janet Jackson yeah. was disrobed, yeah. why wasn't when Adam Levine took off his <laughs> right. shirt? What like, was it the other day? We saw a story that was like it, it was it was an AP story debating like the the difference between males exposed chests and right. females if, exposed if, chests. If we, if, if we have to explain that in yeah. this day and age, we're really going backwards. For those not society. able to right. see us Come right on. now, I always do this podcast without a shirt. I was just so, going to say, yeah. I'm, this right. is going south, so I'm going to have to and, shed and, my shirt and, here. And guess what? When you go to a swimming pool, guys aren't wearing shirts, and girls and girls are covered up. So okay. like, let's, let's, let's figure it out here. Adam Levine can't sing. This is not a secret. Right. Like This is something that I've argued yet, forever yet and, he's ever on and the, ever. Yet he's on the voice. Well, that's judge, always judge, judging other people singing. Confused me. That's always confused me. Ah, that's what he does. And you, you were exposed... 
If you're going to do a Super Bowl halftime that show. That sounded like a dying cat. And that's how he sounds. I used to talk about this, actually, with Melissa Newman. Yeah, um, I remember Melissa. Yeah, yeah she, uh, the, the, is she a big Adam Levine fan? She's a huge Adam Levine Wait, fan. Wait, did your Adam Levine impression sound like all your other impressions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely. No, like, how does Adam Levine talk? Is he like, hey, or like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> right. One well, more time. We'll have, to, we'll have to get Colin to run through all his amazing impressions uh, before the end of the podcast. <laughs> woo, so woo, woo, woo. that's the best. It's the best one you do. Right. Um, so yeah, I he can't sing. He was exposed. Everybody yeah. knew that. Well, um, it didn't seem like he didn't seem like he was even singing. He was almost just kind of talking his lyrics. In yeah, because that's what he ways. does. Yeah, definitely. I've I've seen Maroon Five quite a bit live actually. And the first time Can I, I saw ask them, why? Okay. <laughs> well, their first album. Is see, it the tattoos? It is the tattoos. Not a lot of people know this, but Colin the, was waiting for him to take off his shirt. I was. the The first album actually has a different drummer than the drummer they have currently, and they have had since. I really loved their first drummer. He ended up getting. He ended up like breaking his arm or something. Never got better. And then by the time he got better, they found someone else and said, "Don't come back." Come so, on, man. You're not. You have a broken arm, and you can't like you exactly. Know, you can't, I've always liked him. I saw, I got to see him once when they when Maroon Five was essentially nobody, and you know they were still touring with that first band. That's why I saw them initially. And when I first saw him, I thought, "Wow, Adam Levine cannot sing." Who was the, who's the Metallica drummer? Lars Lars Allred? didn't he used to play even though he had like a broken arm or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. That was I swear he did. That would add to the Metallica lore. But Absolutely. the halftime. I think at this point the halftime show is a thankless task. Nobody's ever going to like well, it again. My problem was what if you're going to commit to Maroon Five, then commit to Maroon Five. Why are you mixing in Big Boy and Travis Scott? Well, they, they always bring in. They guests. always, yeah. At this point, it's never just one person. Like Timberlake last year brought in. A, who did he? Did he? Did, uh, maybe, no, Lady Gaga and Timberlake. I think were the last two, and I don't think they had anyone else. I think no, it was. I think it was just them. Well, they did the Prince thing. Mm-hmm. If you remember when they were yeah. in Minneapolis. Because yeah, and it was like a Prince hologram mm-hmm. and Prince like performed quote unquote. Uh, Lady Gaga, though you might be right. Although I thought she brought that was out two, somebody. That was the, the that was the Atlanta. That was uh, two years. New England, uh, right? Super two years. Two years ago, right? So I, I think they were relatively solo, and I, I, that's what I didn't like. Like we have a Maroon Five song, then we have like this hip hop song from Big Boy or Travis Scott or whatever they got to contribute. So here's my question: um, Why aren't? Why is there never a country act? Why is Kenny really Chesney not the halftime act? Why not Garth Brooks? He made a comeback. Garth Brooks yeah. is still is still current. Like, I mean, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. She's I, a crossover star, so she yeah. appeals to a lot of people. But I, I would have no problem if Kenny Chesney. I love Kenny Chesney. That I would make a lot of music. sense. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Luke Bryan, one of the yeah. uh, Keith. Ur- well, Keith Urban is a huge, yeah. hugely popular um, artist. Double right. motorcycle. Double motorcycle. One day. Yeah. Right. Uh, is there a commercial? Are you guys commercial Super Bowl commercial the Washington guys? Post or? commercial. I think everybody was talking about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think? Of I, I, I like there was a good Stella Artois one with Sarah Jessica Parker and the most the interesting man. The, uh, mm-hmm. mo- the most interesting man in the world was was in it. I thought I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, so. That was good. Um, the NFL 100 commercial, yeah, uh, which was, was an extended commercial, and they had an amazing uh, array of uh, that was my o- old, old and uh, old and some new players too, mm-hmm. inc- including my boy uh, Baker Mayfield. So. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, the commercials I thought were were fine. I the mean, Washington Post commercial, I was I actually rewound it because I was talking with my friend while the game was while the commercials were on, and I noticed that it it had just played. So I rewound it because I wanted to see what they said about the Annapolis people. Mm-hmm. They weren't even mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think they mentioned two, two or three uh, fallen journalists, or I, I. But I was surprised that they didn't make any mention of the capital at all. Yeah. Right. So the Super Bowl, not the worst of all time. I don't think it was the worst of all time. I, I think that's our conclusion here. Or? No, no, I would never. I, I would I not say that. that. It, it, there's certainly been better games, but but it, I, I have some. Right. I have some more things to say about this when we get to the uh, okay. one when, of the when, other segments. The boat. <laughs> okay, when when the boat revs up there. Yeah. All right. Let's do. A, I have a couple of buyer sells. Uh, buyer sell that Tom Brady will be 42 at the start of the next uh, football season. Buyer sell that. The Patriots have won their last Super Bowl of the Belichick Brady area. Yeah, so no reason to take that. 
Uh, even with the Chiefs uh, uh, coming I have nothing, up, I have nothing to add. They have nothing to add. Now the Chiefs opened at six to one, but the Patriots are part of I think three other teams that are eight to one. If you go to Charlestown now, put that money down on New England. Why wouldn't you? Yep. Now what about uh, the people that say Brady doesn't throw the deep ball as well anymore? He really didn't play that well, all that well in the Super Bowl. I mean, they'll he, figure it out. He, 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 remember he, that Gronk play? <laughs> right? Remember that play? <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, yeah. The, the guess what that win. did? That scored them a touchdown, and they won the game. Yeah, was it? Hey, re- I'm just playing. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Was it reminiscent here. of the Super Bowl Peyton Manning won with the Broncos to you guys? There was no, no, no. Okay, because because Brady is he's is not he's easily not as, still better than Manning yeah. was at yeah. that stage. Br- Brady is not as nearly as diminished as Peyton was Correct. at that point. And, and the defensive effort, you don't have the memorable. All, New England played great defense, obviously, but there's not the memorable sacks of. Cam Newton or, or anything. That I will you say had this: after we've had our Edelman discussion, um, that the defense, the New England's defense, was overlooked for the MVP. They they could have picked someone. They could have picked Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Um, they could have picked. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. I there's a couple of guys that had a couple of really big plays. Um, Kyle Van Noy. Van Noy uh, was yeah. excellent. Um, Tim so Bruschi. I thought Gilmore was great. Bruschi was probably Bruschi. on the field somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Bruschi and Vrabel. One of those. Yeah. Multi. <laughs> purpose and, linebackers and, 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 and Vince Wilfork um, yeah. p- plugging up the middle there. So Ty Law. Hall right. of Famer Ty Law. Right. Yeah. Uh, my other buyer sell the Wizards have made some moves here. They've uh, That's right. uh, uh they've uh traded Double. they traded Otto Porter Jr. to the Bulls. Somehow they somehow they, I think they, that's a they, great move. They unloaded Otto Porter's contract which would frees up some space for him. Yeah. You would have to think that they're now targeting DeMarcus Cousins uh, who will be a free agent after the season with the Warriors. So he can play with John Wall in about three years when right. he's healthy again? Yeah, because <laughs> the Wizards learned that John Wall is probably out for next season, uh, too, because he's out at least 12 months, which will put him in the middle of next There's season. There's absolutely no reason to pay attention to the Wizards for the foreseeable future. But okay. I did well, look it up. Well, my, the, Josh is selling. Right. I haven't even yeah. said the buy. Oh, sorry, sorry. But, but get, to, get to your point. Are we buying or selling the Wizards <laughs> as an improved team with, 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 with the moves that they've made? They, oh, they also traded Markeith Morris just a little they, they while did, ago. Right, yeah. It's like saying they're an improved team without John Wall. I don't think you can say you're improved by losing some talented players, but I think in the long run this is good for the team, getting rid of Otto Porter. That nah. was a bad contract. Yeah. Otto Porter never delivered. He was never the player they thought he would Jabari be. Jabari Parker would probably give them similar yeah. uh, pr- production, I guess. They're in rebuild mode, obviously. He, well, here's another Wizards-related question that's come up this week. Like, should they be moving Bradley Beal? Should they be trading Bradley Beal? I, I, to me, that depends on what they could get. You know, if they really want to blow it up, then they should. I don't know what, what people would be willing to give up for him, you know, at this point. Uh, I think he's under control for a few more years, right? A couple of more years. Right. Uh, so uh, I, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. I would, I'd move Wall before I'd move Beal. Yeah, but nobody's going to take him because yeah. he's not playing for more than a year. Beal just fits on your team. Like he's not a player that yeah. you want to lose. He's on a reasonable. That's contract. a really good point. Yeah, I mean, he, like he's a guy. He's he's one of those almost like glue guys that happens Absolutely. to be like an be like an all star. Yeah. Uh, he he doesn't dominate the ball like John Wall does. He's so, a nice player. Yeah, he really is. So the, there really isn't a reason to get rid of him. I, I read some reports that now the Wizards should be looking to move. There's no reason to keep Trevor Ariza. There's no reason to Ariza keep Ariza said he uh, wants to stay, though. Uh, Jeff Green, I mean, with, with the moves they've made. Those are – if they want to replenish some of their draft picks that they've lost and just some some pieces in this supposed rebuild that they've been doing for the better part of 30 <laughs> years now. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they should trade those guys and maybe see what they can get. I, I agree with so. that. I, I'd like to see them. I, I I think I texted you like, what the hell with Wall being out for this long? Just tank. See if you can get yeah. Zion. See if you can get yeah. really bad. Yeah. And get Zion. <laughs> and even if they don't get him, honestly, there's like there's a couple of these Duke kids are all are really good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if they have a top three pick, you know, mm-hmm. they're probably going to get a a, a a future superstar. So. Yeah. I'm fine if they just blow it up and see and how plus, bad they can get this year. It makes the games cheaper. I looked up tickets yeah. after the the trade last night, and I, I also watched the Bucks Wizards game. They're down. By how, like how long? How long? How long did you stick? They scored back. like 85 points. The Bucks scored 85 points in the first half. Yeah. yeah like how, how how long did you stick with that Bucks uh, Wizards game until the end? And and I saw Washington come back. They, uh, lo- they still lost. They by like still 20, lost by they? a lot. Yeah, but I saw them come back for a brief time. Where do where do you put Giannis in the in the NBA hierarchy? Is term, in terms of best. Top players five. yeah yeah i don't think he this would be his mvp year if james harden wasn't in the league i think i'd buy that yep. yeah 
the, the Rockets were keeping James Harden late in the game last week because he needed to keep his 30-point streak that, alive. That's and, ludicrous. And he hit a late three. He was in the game. The outcome was decided, but he was yet in the game and hit a late three to hit 30 points on the nose um, and, and, and keep his, uh, his, his run of 30-point uh, of games going. Um, we are speaking in the midst of the NBA trade deadline. Um, uh, the Sixers are going to send uh, their, their number one draft pick from two years ago, Markel Fultz, to the Magic. It wow! Looks they, like. Oh, they had a taker for yeah, him. Yeah, that's surprising. Right? What do we? Can we talk about the trade that they made yesterday? Yeah, go ahead. For um, why am I drawing a blank right uh, now? To, Tobias, Tobias Harris, Harris, right? Who is incredibly underrated. That guy's a really good player. And I largely know about him because he was on my fantasy team in the league we played in like three years ago. I took a flyer on him, and he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think this year he's like really breaking through, and is he's he's an all star, I believe. Um, yeah, or is 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 going to be. The Sixers need shooting because because uh, Ben Simmons is not really a shooter. Great point. Yeah, Embiid is a big man who can shoot, but 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 you're not relying on him to make jumpers, and you're not relying on Jimmy Butler. They still have Redick, right? Redick, who's been hurt. And you're not relying on Jimmy Butler as a pure jump shooter, Correct. too. So, they, mm-hmm. so yeah, they, they need shooting if, if they're going to contend uh, in, in, in the East. Um, the Grizzlies are going to get um, – or they've sent, they've uh, sent Marcus, uh, Marcus Hall. Hall to the Raptors. Um, That's a nice move for the Raptors. Yeah. Right. Um, the Lakers – Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers have made uh, inconsequential trades, not the Anthony Davis trade that everyone thought they were going to make. Um, so, so Davis is sort of in limbo here with the Pelicans because it doesn't look like he's going to be moved by the deadline and <laughs> sort of playing a lame duck season now because he's already stated he doesn't want to be there. I say so. good for New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, you know, LeBron James has been a puppet master for years and years and years in this league. He completely transformed the league. He's probably the most important athlete in all of sports in terms of how he transformed the way a league looks. Uh, and the Pelicans said, "No, sorry, we, yeah. we still yeah. we got you, and we, we're you're gonna not going to give you. us your whole team. Yeah, we're keeping it. it. Yeah, it, it brings like it, bring, it brings up an interesting conversation about the Lakers because now, what are you thinking if you're the Lakers? The Lakers lost by 42 to the Pacers. Did you see that photo with LeBron all by yes. himself at the end of the bench? Yes, the Pacers, who are a d- diminished team without their star Victor Oladipo, beat the Lakers by 42 last night. Um." And the Lakers have essentially – they were willing to trade their essentially their entire That's team. That's what this was an effect of, To the Pelicans. Yeah. Right. So so if you're the Lakers and you're – if you play for the Lakers, what do you think of the team saying, you guys don't you guys don't mean anything to our future? Yeah. I mean, you guys are inconsequential pieces uh, in, in our future. Then I that's mean, what you get. Right. You know? And they have a coach that's trying to hold uh, – a young coach that's trying to hold all of this together in Luke Walton, who LeBron and his – I threw on the boat last week because LeBron and his boys want <laughs> – Want Luke Walton gone? So, like, how many coaches is LeBron unhappy with? And well, I keep asking, why in the hell don't they just make him the coach? I don't get it. Yeah, make him the coach, or make Maverick Carter the coach, or one of his friends, right? The coach. Rich Paul, right? Rich Paul, who's Anthony Davis's agent. <laughs> I mean, why too, continue so. with this charade? Let yeah. let uh, Walton go somewhere else and continue his career somewhere else. He's gonna he's a bright guy. He's gonna be a good coach. But this is like a it's like a tough spot for him does this feel to you guys and as as the weeks go on and you continue to sludge through this podcast without me sadly <laughs> it's gonna be hard maybe you can talk the, about the, the, i'm myself. already fe- i'm already feeling the weight on my the extra weight on my shoulders well, yeah we're gonna tell you when we're podcasting so you could shoot us text message questions okay. and stuff that we can discuss i'll write in even though you're not here i'll write in what i want to know is it does this not begin to feel to you like maybe this will be the first mistake in LeBron's career, maybe after next season, LeBron's out, you know, and he's like, I just couldn't get this to work, couldn't make the trades happen, couldn't. Too much is too, yeah, yeah, that's a like, really good point. Too much needs to happen for yeah. him to be able to contend for a championship, be- I think. Even if you get Kyrie Irving, which now they're flirting again, and you got Anthony Davis, and you have that big three out in L.A., you still have a Golden State Warriors team that is an all-time team. You might not even get out of your conference. You, you also have the MVP of the league in your conference. It's just not feasible. You're hoping that you could maybe swipe Clay Thompson, who's a free agent. Maybe. Uh, you're hoping that Kevin Durant goes to New York or, or leaves Golden State. He probably State. will. I don't see Clay going to the Lakers. I don't see Clay leaving Golden State. Uh, I don't either. I think he – I think he, yeah. He's, I think the three of them, him and Draymond and Steph, stay forever. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to make that work. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. 
And and also, what does LeBron just come off? The first real significant injury of his career. Yeah. He's played more minutes than Kobe Bryant has played right now. Like he has really? more minutes in the league than Kobe Damn, have, I didn't know have that. right now. Like, so he's a high mileage older player. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do older guys do? They get hurt. Mm-hmm. So so is LeBron gonna even even gonna be able Not to Tom stay healthy? Tom Brady doesn't get hurt. No, he doesn't. No, but but <laughs> Gronk allegedly gets hurt for using the TB12 method. Or, or, That's or, right. Or, That's or, right. Or, 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 or so the Patriots uh, uh, think. Um, but anyway, like is LeBron. Not even going to stay healthy in the la- in the later portions of his career with the Lakers here. So, um, I think he's going to need a restart somewhere, especially if he could wants- go to yet another oh team. God. I think he will. Oh no, I, I really do, and I think he goes back east. I don't know where. Or back to the Cavs. Go back to the Cavs. I don't know. You could see it again. He wants to play with this kid. He's got. He'll be like. He'll be like MJ. He'll finish his career in Washington. Well, we get like the, the <laughs> "I'm Coming Home" song and, and, and all that again. Probably. So yeah, maybe he'll go to Boston. Oh <laughs> Enough of this, <laughs> right? Who's going? To, who, who, what's our NBA finals right, predictions? Right. We, we need to get to those because you're not going to be on anymore. Yeah. We need to get your final NBA finals prediction. Colin, who do you, who do you have? Who in the do you finals? got? I've got uh, I've got Toronto and Golden State. All right, I'll go. I'll go that route. I'm, like I'm I've I'm complete. I'm officially jumping off the Boston bandwagon. All right. Wow, that's that that's quite a statement because you were. Yeah. Well, I'm putting Kyrie on the boat. If we're gonna, I think he. I think didn't you put him on? Yeah, Kyrie's already been on here, and he's sailing off the end of the flat Earth. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. So <laughs> he's doing that whole thing again. He's like with Ben Roethlisberger. He's doing that whole thing. He's like, You're, you, man. the media, the media. You guys keep telling. Like Kyrie Irving will go out and give an interview and say, "I really miss playing with LeBron James." Next question is, so what's it like to miss playing with LeBron James? You media, you put that in my mouth. I didn't. It's all your fault. Like, come always, on. always the media's fault. It's always the media's always. fault. Making up all those stories yeah. that, right. that we do Fake that news. they don't read anyway. You know, yeah. those, guys, yeah, don't, yeah, those right? guys don't read those stories. I don't pay attention to that. Right. That's Nobody, just noise. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Yes. <laughs> He's going to be the first column. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to write a front page <laughs> column about Kyrie Irving. Irving. Right. All right. Uh, other headlines. Uh, there have been some uh, proposals uh, to considerably change the rules in Major League Baseball. Uh, just a rundown, uh, putting a DH in the National League, uh, having a universal <laughs> DH. Uh, a pitcher is required now to, f- according to these proposals, a pitcher will have to face three batters, uh, except in the case of an injury or when finishing an inning. So, so you can't just come in, specialize, and have this guy strike out this guy, and then he's out of the game. Limit mound visits. Uh, single trade deadline before the All Star break, as, as opposed to um, as opposed to after the All Star break. Expanding the rosters uh, by re- one. Uh, reducing uh, mound visits um, by one. Right. Um, Haven't we already done that, though? Uh, no. Last year was the first year with the mound visit rule, or maybe it was two years ago. And they're, they're suggesting to re- reduce it from six to five, and they're going to expand rosters from 25 to 26 with a maximum of 12 pitchers, I think, is what the hmm. story said. Uh, a rule uh, which would be tested in spring training in the All-Star game in which each half inning and extra innings would begin with a runner on second base. So, put, so put, International little, tiebreaker rules. Right. So, and you see that, uh-huh. in the, you see that at, at Frederick Keyes games now because the Carolina League is, is using yep. those, and, and they put a runner on second once the game gets to extra innings. And then, um, and then uh, tweaks to the draft uh, to uh, reward winning teams instead of just not because tanking is now like infiltrating Major League Baseball. Right. Too. <laughs> the, the, there's half the, half the teams in the league aren't even pretending to – Pretending to try. That's right. And I think there is actually, they're going to talk about another rule, and that is to, when there's transcendent superstar players on the free agent market, no one is allowed to sign them. Oh, really? <laughs> Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, are we going to talk about collusion? No one's, no, one's allowed to, no one's allowed to sign them. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, we've talked a lot about collusion with, with Kaepernick. And now, yeah, I mean, I had a friend say to me the other day, the, the Major League Baseball. This, I think this, it's this, collusion. This is, this is flat out collusion. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is like we're not going to pay these guys yeah. three hundred million dollars anymore. So, yeah. when, when, what happened? Was it a week ago, two weeks ago, when Sports Center had the graphic that they were going to break the news? Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies, and that still hasn't happened. Yeah. Well, now he's talking to like the Padres. He's talking to the, talking other to the team. Giants. He's, I, think, maybe. I, I predict he's still going to end up with the Nash. He'll he'll end up back with the Nash. This could be I all right. Predict. This is going to be Greg's next big prediction because he got the D- DJ Durkin thing right. I think right. I think Greg is going to be right on this. He'll end up back with the Nash, maybe on a short, maybe on a shorter Three term years. deal. Uh, right, Three years. $50 million $90 or million or something. So he'll get his $30 million a year. And Manny will end up back in Baltimore. <laughs> right. With, with, with the rebuilding payroll. Two uh, years, Orioles. $20 million. Right. I mean, how much of an albatross is Chris Davis to, to the Orioles now? Because, like, the oh only reason God. why he's on the roster is because they can't move That's his con- not. It's, it's literally Send him down to Frederick. Yeah. 
Let's not even talk about him. He's not really worth. He'd probably strike out three times. He he did strike out uh, with with the keys a number of times when when he rehabbed (laughs) with the keys. So, but how do how do we feel about these rule changes? Like, does baseball need to drastically change to to maintain its place in in the sports consciousness of the country? These the changes that they want to make to the relief pitching, I I like that. I'm I'm all for that because I get so sick of the constant changing of pitchers. So more 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 rules that they add for that, I'm fine with. Limit limit the take another mound visit away. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that yeah. too. I'm not sure. I've always been a proponent of the differences between the AL and the NL. So I would be sad to see that go away if they made it a universal designated yeah. hitter. Yeah. Now I know the game is more and more about offense, and you know, um, if you add a DH to the NFL, NFL, the NL, you're adding offense. I, I just don't want to see that tradition go away where the pitcher's bat. Colin, you're not you're not Mr. Baseball. I mean, you've you've admitted that <laughs> yeah. on, on, on this podcast right. before. Like, w- would any of these rules, would they change the way you think about baseball or entice you to watch a little more or anything you like know, that? You know, my position on this is I'm getting tired of baseball f- – finicking with everything uh we're not sure that's point. a word but okay yeah, why well, hey what I is he, who, who saying... does he think he is jim nance <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah as if i've never like flubbed words i, on I started constantly. out saying a word that i realized i probably couldn't say so i, I went with colin, oh, okay uh, colin gotcha. is, <laughs> i like it okay colin is never out physical to anyone okay guys yes. no he hasn't i'm just i'm getting tired of this you know it's kind of fun in the nhl because they they'll like change a rule in the middle of a game they don't care <laughs> but but baseball is america's pastime to to use a cliche and every season every off season we hear okay we're gonna li- like they started this past year with limiting mound visits and every you know a pitch clock and all this stuff i'm yeah. i'm just i'm getting tired of it either you want to modernize the game or you don't i agree with you i i think they need to just stop talking and actually just institute some exactly of these but yeah. just do it but yeah. is your problem with baseball some of these things that aren't changing like i don't mind the time okay i don't, I don't mind if you have super long games i think that's part of baseball yeah, I mean, like, it is. It, There's like, no clock, Yeah, and I've, there never will be. So I've never been like, oh, I'm going to watch a baseball game. I hope it's done in two hours. Right. That just never happens. So you're like, your point is, and I agree with it, is be yourself. Yeah. I mean, either, okay. people, either, yeah. either people like you or they don't exactly. like you. Right? Don't, yeah. don't try to cater to, to somebody or to some sect of people now because you've run focus yeah. groups or something. Yeah, exactly. My, yeah, I want to make a point here about they're trying to – I don't know if they're trying to what they're trying to do here. Are they trying to appeal to a younger audience? Because I'm sorry, baseball, you already lost that battle. Exactly, it's yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And and changing the rosters from 25 to 26 or whatever they're going to do with that, and reducing mound visits, that's not going to suddenly make kids excited about playing or watching baseball. It's just not going to happen. Right. The yeah, ex- yeah. excellent point. So yeah. be yourself, baseball. Yeah. Don't don't change. Just just do what you do. Listen to us. Be you. Yeah, you do, do you. you. That's, that's, right. I'm sorry. I, I, I right. uh, the Milwaukee Quit finicking. Oh, yeah. uh, back to the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks have made a trade for Nikola Mirotic. So, so, so again, another team, a contender mm-hmm. in the East, lo- loading up. Um, not a whole lot of other huge headlines out there. So before before Colin leaves the podcast, we have to get his last. Oh yeah, yeah. Colin, one. you better be prepared for this. <laughs> Your last lock of the week. Yeah, my last lock of the week, which, by the way, I'm 3-3. Three and three, Okay. So this will either put me above or under 500. You'll, be, you'll either be this, a winner this, or a loser forever in our eyes. This is game seven for, for, for lock of the week. It is. Unless, it, you know, if you guys have – if you want me back on, maybe I'm around any various weeks – Hell Let yeah. me know, and yeah. I'll send in some you locks all, of the dude, week. Dude, you can always send us locks of the yeah. week. We will definitely. I'll be your put gambling correspondent. Yeah. Yeah. Send, send us people to throw on the boat too. Oh, definitely. That, that list will never end. Although I can't list some of them on air outside. So anyway, you'll have another job. Yes, change. I'll have another job change. Um, here we go. I've studied this lock of the week. I I believe in this, and I'm not just betting with my heart. You can get nine tonight if you bet the Hawks against the Raptors. It's in Atlanta. Atlanta's on a two-game winning Wait, whoa, streak. Whoa, 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 no whoa, one's going to hear this tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to stop you right there. Like people aren't going to like like Graham. Graham, Graham always puts Graham will hear the same this day, doesn't he? Graham will put this up after this game is ended. So so, 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 so what's your no. next? What's your next? Damn. What's your next lock of the week? <laughs> well, that's the, oh, I, so the Wizards. The, who do the Wizards play tomorrow? I know that they host somebody. Okay, whoever the Wizards are playing. Whoever the Wizards are playing tomorrow. So, sorry, sorry, Brian. We, we don't know who the Wizards are playing. I, I, I'm going to look that up. I just uh, tonight, this will go out. We, we, we threw them off track here. You did. Uh, oh, the Cavs. They're yeah, at they home. The, the Cavs, Wizards right. are at home against the Cavs. Who they've lost to twice already. They already lost to Twi- twice. twice. 
the line is ten and a half. The Wizards line. They're they're giving ten and a half to Cleveland, who they lost to twice. Cleveland's a sure bet tomorrow night. Make sure you do that. I'm telling you though, tonight the Hawks are going to cover against the Raptors. You can get it at nine. Uh, right now, it's down to eight and a half because I think people know that. All right. Have That's we, what I'm telling. Have we hit all the columns? We've done Medusa's box. We've the done. Boat. We, we've done. Yeah. We, well, we'll get to the boat. Um, but we, have we have we gotten all the columns? Have we? Are there any that we're missing? Have we, have we done all the columns segments? I don't know. We've done lock of the week. Um, no, I, 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 I gave Rick, you two picks. He's done his Ric Flair. Do we have a couple to throw times? <laughs> the, <this> Ooh, oh, <laughs> it's time to say goodbye <laughs> to Colin McGuire. Hey, what, what does Patrick Mahomes sound like, Colin? Well, there. <laughs> that touchdown sure was fun Sounds to throw. Like a seventy-year-old uh, southerner. Yeah. <laughs> How about that awful Pro Bowl, man? Did you, you guys oh watch the Pro God, Bowl? I wasn't yeah, here last week. Oh no, give that's us not even. It's not even worth our breath. Give us some Julian Edelman. What does he sound like? I'm a Hall of Famer. <laughs> How about Bill, how about uh, Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers. Speaking of the Hall of Famer, I'm a slam dunk Hall of Famer. What well, sort of does sound like that? What about what about Adam Levine? About his uh, <laughs> hey, hey Adam, how about your Super Bowl performance and everyone trashing it? I am not mad about that. <laughs> uh, and, and do Ric Flair for us one last time. <laughs> I wanted to clip just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Ric Flair is holding a 70th birthday party this week. Well, are you going? I am going. Are you going to crash it? That's the first it? column. <laughs> well, now I have a question for Josh. So Jet, Jet, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, go, fin- fin- Jet Sentin. Jet Sentin. Oh, limo l- riding. L- 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 kiss l- stealing. Limousine riding. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Wheeling dealing. Kiss stealing. <laughs> son of a <laughs> gun. That's great. So. That's great. Okay. Wait, so what do we think of the Royal Rumble uh, there, Colin? We'll get your thoughts on that before you step away. Uh, the Royal Rumble was, okay, I had Becky Lynch come back. She did. I had Seth Rollins win. I thought you said Charlotte Flair. I did on the podcast. But then in the predictions and the bet that I made with Alan Etzler, I won. So so, you, so your lock of the week. What would you win? What would you win? Uh, six pack of beer. Nice. So your lock of the week is Charlotte Flair. That that was one of your three losses in your three and three. And yeah. So yeah. All mm-hmm. right. And I think I did. I guess I wasn't on for the Super Bowl, but I had the Patriots. You uh, know, if you, I, I, I think remember. you may have said that. Yeah, yeah. The week before. Yeah. I don't right. care how many points it yes. was. That so was. A game, so a game that will be over before <laughs> before anyone even hears this will decide whether Colin is four and three or three and four. Yeah, exactly. So, so we'll rely on that Cavs Wizards game. Yeah. Uh, somebody set up a Twitter so. account for lock of the week. All right. Well, we might have to do that. That's, so now my question for Josh is: since this is Colin's final episode. Should we make him the skipper of the boat to uh, the permanent uh, skipper? Yeah, of the, of, <laughs> are we is, sending him out to sea? Sending me out on the boat? Is Put his na- ass on the boat. Is he now the captain of of of, of the <laughs> ship to nowhere? Just think of the countless stories that you could write based off of the people that, that we're putting so on that true. boat. That is so so true. Uh, I think I think I'm gonna appoint Colin the skipper of the boat. Right. I'm, I'm throwing Colin on the boat this week. All right, and I'm throwing LeBron out. I'm throwing LeBron's been on the boat. Kyrie out. He's been on the boat. Yeah. Um. Who else am I throwing? Oh, out? you're throwing off the off, throwing, in, throwing in, them in, off the boat. I'm throwing in, them in, off the into boat the water, into the water. In, in, <laughs> when you get <laughs> that's what when I'm you take doing. captaincy in, into yes. the shark infested waters. Yes. Will, will Adam Levine be like uh, <laughs> halftime inter, uh, musical entertainment? Adam on Levine the boat? gets three songs before he's thrown over the side of the boat. <laughs> uh, Travis Scott's on the boat. Big Boy's on the boat. What uh, about Antonio Brown? Is he going into the water too? Antonio Brown's definitely going into the water. Oh, ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Now we're You'll throwing, punch him in the face, then throw him yeah. into the water. We're not only throwing people onto the boat, now we're throwing them <laughs> off the boat into shark-infested <laughs> waters. <laughs> you know who else can go on the boat? James Harden. I'm really? tired of James Harden. Oh, my gosh. Why? He's, he's, scoring 30, he's scoring 30 points a game, Some man. of the best basketball players in the world are on that boat. Yeah. I think LeBron, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, and now James Harden are all on that boat. And, and LeBron's boys are on the boat, too. That's so. true. Oh, by the way, I, I watched the latest episodes of the LeBron show on HBO. Have you guys ever watched Never. it? Never. Yeah. And don't worry, Colin. You'll be sued for throwing people off the boat because we have our Saints fans that sued for trying to overturn the outcome That's right. of, the, of the NFC Championship game. And so. speaking of that, Roger Goodell can go on the boat as far as I'm concerned. I, I like it, yeah. Because, Does uh, he stay on? Now we, now we have to ask if people actually get to stay on the boat or do they get eat, eaten if by I'm the skipper, Or do they get eaten by sharks? He's gone. If so. I'm the skipper, he's gone. Uh, Roger Goodell's on the boat. I'm tired of him uh, not caring. There have been multiple reports. Uh, Peter King wrote this. Uh, Michael Freeman wrote this. Uh, He does not care about what people think about him. He only cares about making money. This is the perception of Roger Goodell. That is his job. 
but he's doing an awful job of it. Like the, that whole call with the Saints and the Rams, that's just – and he didn't say anything. It's unforgivable. It's absolutely unforgivable. Because you lost money in that game. That's so. true, too. <laughs> that's true, too. Josh, who are you putting on the boat? Oh, so this week, yeah, I wanted to mention um, – I, I, I did mention earlier that I had, I definitely had some, uh, some people. And it's a nameless group. And it's anybody who was mad that that Super Bowl was terrible. If you thought that game – if you were upset that that game wasn't exciting, your ass is going on the boat because you were spoiled by the season because the season was the most exciting season in recent memory or whatever it is. We've been spoiled by all these great Super Bowls. If you think about it over the last decade or so, which have been largely terrific, fun, entertaining, action-packed, fireworks, games, except for the one when the Seahawks destroyed Peyton Manning. They've all been great. We've been spoiled by that. Shut up. It was a close game. It was in it was hanging in the balance, you know, at the end of the game. You know, I don't have a problem with that and you're all going on the boat if you did. All right. How is this loudmouth not on the boat yet? How is LeVar Ball not on? Oh my god. I was going to put on him the on the boat cuz he said he doesn't want his son to play in New Orleans. And he just keeps ripping the Lakers yeah. and stuff. It's like, dude, your son he, he he thinks Anthony he's criticizing Anthony Davis for never winning a playoff game. He's criticizing Luke Walton who says he just sends uh, Lonzo into the corner to sh- to shoot. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. Stop! Stop talking already. Yeah. Well, uh, is he going over? Well, the sharks eat. The eat, sharks eat, are eat Levar Ball. Are they? Wicked, they'll, are feed, they, they'll feed well. On yeah, him. exactly. We're not throwing him in. We're bringing a shark onto the boat, <laughs> <laughs> into the pool, <laughs> into the pool to attack him, and everybody can pool. watch. <laughs> right. So, so my, so thank you, Brian, our most, my brother, my our most faithful listener for uh, suggesting Levar Ball. But that that is an excellent call. He should have been yes. on the boat weeks ago. Yes. Do you have one, Greg? Uh, Lavar and um, I don't have another good okay. one. Uh, well, wait, was Maroon uh, Maroon, Maroon Five? five. Right. I threw him on, especially yeah. that new drummer. Okay, out. All right. Any other boat people? Colin, you're the skipper oh, now. Man, you should have a you should have a plank where, where you should make people walk the plank on, on on the boat. Well, I think Rich Paul should go on. He he's, he was on last week. I, I threw him on last week with his whole fire Luke Walton. Who were the two uh, the two veteran? Was it Lance Stevenson? Who who's mad at Luke Walton on the Lakers? Who Le, just Le, came LeBron? Out? LeBron. Is well, apparently. I know. Yeah, but there apparently there were two uh, two names that were tied to him this week. I think Lance Stevenson was one of them. They should go on the boat. Okay. Anyone else for the boat? No. All right. We will leave it right there. Colin, best of luck in all that you do. For the rest of you, Josh and I will be back next week with another episode. Thanks, as always, to our esteemed producer, Graham Cullen. You've been listening to Just Another Sports Podcast.